Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're enjoying your holiday and hopefully getting a nice long holiday weekend. We have a programming change for you this week on the Bearcat Rewind podcast. Typically on Thursdays, we air In the Trenches with head football coach Rich Wright at Northwest Missouri State and the voice of the Bearcats, John Coffey. That's on KXCV, KLRNW. But due to the holiday week and Thanksgiving, we're not broadcasting from ANG. Instead, Coach Wright and John sat down and they recorded their In the Trenches this week. And we're going to distribute that through our podcast here, Bearcat Rewind. So a chance to catch up with head football coach Rich Wright as Northwest Missouri State gets set to take on Harding this week in round two of the NCAA Division II football playoffs. So without further ado, we turn it over to In the Trenches with the voice of the Bearcats, John Coffey, and head football coach Rich Wright. Presented by ANG Restaurant. In the Trenches on KXCV KRNW is underwritten by ANG Restaurant at 208 North Main in Maryville. ANG offers more than 100 menu items, Greek night every Friday, banquet rooms, and more. For additional information, agrestaurant.com. Welcome to our In the Trenches with head coach of the Bearcat football team, Rich Wright. Normally broadcasting live from ANG Restaurant in downtown Maryville on a Thursday evening, but with Thanksgiving and a trip on the road to Searcy, Arkansas coming up, we'll record this and shoot it out through the the uh, social media and everything. And uh, Rich, good to have you with us again on the show here this week. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. And coming off a good win last week, a victory over Central Washington. I know going into that, you talked about the importance of jumping out to an early start, and you were able to do that both sides of the wall. Yeah, we really were. You know, one of the things that we thought we could do is if, um, you know, with their lack of playoff experience and just the success that they had had, you know, for six or seven weeks, we felt like if we could get them down, we could create some doubt. And once we got the once we got the momentum going, we really never let our foot off the gas. And you had to uh, overcome an injury to uh, starting quarterback Mike Quincy as Braden Wright came in uh, in that first half and just really picked right up where Mike left off in that game. Yeah, I was really proud of Braden. Um, you know, he did a great job. You know, one of the a difficult thing to do, you know, in football is that when your number gets called like that due to injury, there's no time to warm up. I mean, he had been standing on the sidelines cold for about an hour and a half. You throw a couple passes and away you go. And, um, you know, we didn't miss a beat. And that's a that's a tribute to him and, you know, what he's done week in, week out as far as his preparation and staying locked in. Um, I know it wasn't a, an ideal situation and not one that he would uh, he would want to go into a football game with, but that's what we were tasked with, and he was able to, uh, to execute. And really no surprise as far as being uh, ready to step in as well, the, the way they prepare throughout the week for a game. Both of those guys re- prepare as if they are the starting quarterback each week. Yeah, they do. And, and you know, the cool thing about it is they're, they're good friends. And, you know, both have been put in that situation over the course of the season. You know, we started the season with Braden as a starter, um, you know, and he had his freak thing happen. And, you know, Mike enters in and does a really good job for us. And, uh you know, we had the we had momentum going with Mike, and you know, just continued to stick with that. And then Mike all of a sudden goes down, and and Braden's ready for his opportunity. So, uh, you know, just a tribute to both those kids and the type of preparation that they go into it with each week, and and also the friendship that they have. I mean, they they they're close, and and I think that's something that you know. Certainly there's there's only one football and there's only one guy throwing it and one guy handing it off. But at the same time, uh, they genuinely root for each other, um, care about one another. And I think that's what makes, you know, that particular dynamic go. How happy were you as well with the, the player on the defensive side Saturday? 
Uh, until the fourth quarter, really happy. I thought we dominated the line of scrimmage like we always try and do. Um, we were disruptive. We, we were down to, um, down to defensive back, and Dedrick Strambler wasn't able to play last week. So he moved some things around. Um, Isaiah Nimmers went to safety, and uh, Trayvon Alexander went to, went to corner, and they played really well. Um, you know, so in totality, we were really happy with what we did. We, we talked all week about winning the turnover battle. You know, going into the playoffs, Central Washington led the led all playoff teams at plus 19 in the turnover margin, and we were we were in the bottom uh, at minus four. And by the end of the game, we were plus one in the turnover margin, and plus um, at least seven or eight in the explosive play uh, category. So, um, you know, good, just a good all around day. I know one of the goals that you have every year and what you talk about is to be playing Thanksgiving weekend. You're able to accomplish that with the matchup coming up this Saturday with Harding. What are some things you try to do with the team to make the entire Thanksgiving week special for this group? Well, you know, it, it's this year's a little bit different, you know. So in the past, what we've always had, we've been in school Monday and Tuesday. So it's really kind of Monday and Tuesday. You know, Wednesday is... Um, Wednesday's the Elks Day, and, you know, I'm just going to take a moment to thank all the people that, uh, you know, spend so much time feeding an entire football team. I mean, we have over 100 people that end up going through the Elks, and for those people to sacrifice their time off to do something nice for us, I think is just really special. It's, uh, you know, those guys don't get a lot of home-cooked meals, and it's it's phenomenal, and uh, we always enjoy our opportunity to go to the Elks, but... You know, that's that's kind of always been a Wednesday tradition. I can remember back all the way to 1996 when I was here the first time Northwest uh, went to the playoffs with Coach Churchma, how excited everybody was to go to that, that first one before we made the, the flight to Greeley, Colorado. Um, this year being a little bit different, uh, a lot of the time we've been fortunate enough to be at home, but this year it's A&G that's going to step up. And, uh we're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner for our team on Thursday. We're going to practice Thursday morning. Um, and then after practice, we're going to go to A&G and have a, a phenomenal feast and uh, get ourselves packed, get on the road, and get down to Joplin. And, and so I don't know. I guess it's me and I'm old. But, I mean, I can remember some of my most vivid memories of Thanksgiving is getting up in the morning, watching the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade, and then turning on the NFL today. And then uh, my parents, we usually had like a, a later afternoon dinner. And so my brother and I and the neighborhood kids would go out and play football. And, you know, it just, it, it kind of takes me back to that time in my life. And uh, these guys are my family and always will be. And so it's just, it's really fun to be around all those guys. And it really is a neat too to watch how they look out after each other as well when it comes to, well, a whole season, but a special week like this is too. Well. Yeah, you know, so a typical Thanksgiving, what we do is the, the different coaches for the guys that aren't in close proximity, um, the different coaches will house, you know, the players. So I'll usually have anywhere from 20 to 40 kids at my house on Thanksgiving Day. So there's people laying around everywhere watching the Detroit Lions or the Dallas Cowboys. And, um, you know, I cook uh, just a ton of food. And it's it's just it, it's that piece of it that's special. It's about being together. I mean, right, that's that was a tough thing with COVID is that, you know, families couldn't get together. And so the great part about this, even though we're on the road, we're going to be together. And so we're going to we're going to be together literally on a bus for about four hours down to Joplin. But once we do, we're going to get to our hotel, get in our rhythm and uh, have a good night and uh, get up in the morning and go to practice. 
In the Trenches on KXCV KRNW is underwritten by A&G Restaurant at 208 North Main in Maryville. A&G offers more than 100 menu items, Greek night every Friday, banquet rooms, and more. For additional information, agrestaurant.com. And I know you would much rather be playing at home uh, this upcoming weekend, but uh, you guys have had a lot of success on the road during the playoffs as well through the years. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, I think it just... it. it the, one of the big keys to that is to try and stay in as much and as routine as possible. And uh, that was one of my rationales for trying to get out of here on Thursday rather than Friday because it is a longer trip for us. We don't make an eight-hour trip in the MIAA. And so as I looked at it, to try and practice here on Friday morning logistically and then drive eight hours and you were going to have to stop once to, to do a lunch or do something to feed the kids – you know, now you're into a 12-hour day, and that just wasn't something I was interested in. So uh, we we're going to do Thanksgiving anyway. We we're going to be on the road, so it's going to be hard for kids to get out. So we just opted to go this route. And so we're excited. We're going to practice on Friday morning at Joplin High School, and then it's only a four-hour drive. And so it kind of puts us in that that normal travel routine. I think the more the more continuity you can have with your football team, um, the more things don't change, uh, the better it is for you. One uh, change on a road this week uh, is the fact you're going to a place you haven't been at, or at least uh, uh, the current uh, team anyway, down to Cersei, Arkansas, to face a Harding team that traditionally where you played them in the playoffs has been at Northwest. Yeah, you know, the three times we played them, it's been at Northwest. And, you know, their head football coach made the comment that they're excited to have us at home. And, uh, you know, it, it's a football field. You know, it's uh, – you know, honestly, I can reflect back. I remember when their head coach at the time came up to visit with Mel about how to construct their stadium and how to do some of those things and building programs. And so, um, you know, I think it's great. You know, we'll go play anybody any, any place as long as we're still in the playoffs. As far as preparing for Harding, not a lot of uh, surprise about what they're going to do on Saturday. No, they're going to run the flex bone on offense. Um, they run it really well. It's probably the most, not probably, it's the most talented Harding team I've seen in the three times that we've faced them, the most complete team that we've seen. Their quarterback's playing at a really high level. Um, the fullback needs no introduction. Just look at the NCAA statistics and you can get that. But their two wings are really good as well, and their offensive line uh, is just playing at an extremely high level. Flip it over on the other side and playing out of that four-man front. Um, and it really, you know, as a defensive line guy, I can appreciate this. It, it starts with those front four guys. Um, they're active and athletic and will provide a challenge for us. Last week you talked about important to get out to an early lead against Central Washington. I would imagine it's kind of the same thing with Harding, only maybe for some different reasons. The importance of getting out to an early lead. Uh, it's it's magnified, I think, because you know there's a couple of things that are going to go against you. You're you're going to have a minimal number of possessions, so you have to maximize the possessions that you have. With an option team, just the style of play it is. If you can get a lead. Um, it kind of creates a sense of urgency with them, and you know. So if uh, if we can continue to 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 put points on the board every time we touch the football, you know, that's a great cookie recipe in, in terms of being successful. In uh, twelve and, and in sixteen, that's what we were able to do. Um, in nineteen, we weren't. We went right down the field on the first possession and scored, and then it became a dogfight for the rest of the game. And that doesn't really make anybody feel very comfortable, uh, including myself, when they're when they're popping off a two point play with a minute twelve left to go in the game for a win. And so, you know, the better we can do, uh, the the more the more 
touchdowns and, and points we can put on the board early in this football game is going to be important. All right, and again, we are on the in the trenches with the head coach of the Bearcat football team, Rich Wright. And again, normally we broadcast live on Thursday evenings at A&G Restaurant with this program. But again, Thanksgiving, uh, playing a little bit of a different situation as far as getting uh, all the normal weekly stuff done. But we really want to thank A&G for what they've done for us throughout this season. Absolutely. Um, you know, to George and Dino Gramudis, really want to say thank you. Uh, there where we have our Friday night team meals, um, you know, George will tell you that it's all about the pastas, the reason why we're so good at home. Uh, and he's probably right. You know, they, they've just done an awesome job for our football program and appreciate all their support throughout the years. And that's Rich Wright, the head coach of the Bearcat football team on In the Trenches. We'll be talking with Rich a little bit later with our pregame interview coming up on Saturday before kickoff time with Northwest and Harding. Again, Rich, it's always good to have you this on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Head coach of the Northwest Missouri State football team, Rich Wright, on In the Trenches. I'm John Coffey, and so long till next week. In the Trenches on KXCVKRNW is underwritten by A&G Restaurant at 208 North Main in Maryville. A&G offers more than 100 menu items, Greek night every Friday, banquet rooms, and more. For additional information, agrestaurant.com.